0: Welcome to the Confident and Courageous Clarity Podcast with me, Jatia Jones. Join us weekly for everything clarity. The truth is, once you have clarity, you will have the confidence and courage to succeed in life and business. If you're new to the podcast, you should know my goal is to help you gain the clarity needed to transform your visions, goals, or dreams into reality. For my OG listeners, you all know that the podcast was birthed from the evolution of Mocha Monday's tip of the week. So when we moved to the podcast, I couldn't just leave you without your mocha. Therefore, at the beginning of each episode, I give you your drop of mocha and you are to implement it throughout the week to help inch you closer and closer to clarity. This week's drop of mocha is you actually can do it all, just not all at the same time. So this week. For your drop of mocha, take the time to journal. Journal all the things you wanna do. Like don't limit yourself, write it all down. If money wasn't a factor, if time wasn't a factor, if you had a superhero power of being able to do all things at the same time, write them all down. What would they be? How massive would they be? Allow yourself to dream big. What are all the things you would do? Because honestly, I'm a firm believer that you can do it all until you can't, right? And with this week's episode, we're talking about when you love your 9 to 5 and your 5 to 9. And I worked my 9 to 5 and did my 5 to 9 until I couldn't do the 9 to 5. And it was getting in the way of the 5 to 9. Despite the toxic environment and all the other factors that caused me to leave when I left is because I couldn't do it anymore, right? So what are all the things you would do? List them, journal them, put some thought into it and don't limit yourself. This week's guest is Sandy Farron. She's a speaker and certified health coach with over 15 years of leadership experience. She's the founder of Abundant Wellness LLC, where she strives to create a community for career-driven women to achieve harmony and healing in their homes, workplaces, and faith through her proven four-step method, PACE. In a world where 24 hours never seems to be enough, and due to her experience working in management consulting and IT financial systems for a Fortune 500 company, Sandy's passion lies in being a wellness advocate. Her mission is to encourage women who feel overworked to prevent burnout and prioritize their health and well-being. Hello,
1: ma'am. How are you? I'm good, I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm so
0: excited to have you on. For multiple reasons, (laughs) Um, but they've already gotten your bio, but you know, I always want you guys to introduce who you are and what you do.
1: Well, my name is Sandy Farron. I am a speaker, wellness advocate, and certified health coach with over 15 years of leadership experience in the workplace.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So this season is dedicated to the multi-passionate. But, and so I know they're like, well, what does this have to be? Well, first of all, Sandy is multi-passionate. That's Um, (laughs) one. Very. But after talking with her, I was like, well, let me rewind. I recently left the nine to five. And Mm -hmm. so many people thought I quit like a long time ago. They thought that I was a a full-time entrepreneur way before I actually was. And I know there's so many of us out there, one, that feel a slave to the job, two, that are doing the whole nine to five and five to nine, which is technically more like five to midnight, if not later. Um, trying to really manifest the vision that we see so we can leave the nine to five. And then there are others who are still wanting to manifest what they see and want to stay at the nine to five. Right. Um, and there's a lot of shame or internal struggles and battles that go along with which side of the fence you're on. But also with that, there's a lack of wellness, fitness, mental health you're grinding you're tired you're like all the things you're overwhelmed you're stressed you're not eating right because you got to get something quick um and so there's so much that goes into one being multi-passionate and two trying to make the transition from the nine to five to the full-time entrepreneurship and or doing all the things and that's where you come in (laughs) Because you definitely help people hone in on the important pieces that allow you to do all the things like the mental health and the wellness. Yes. So yes. share with the, the good people your story because you're still at the nine to five.
1: I am. I am. I'm very much in the 9 to 5. So you have my bio. And as I shared, I'm a speaker, certified health coach, and wellness advocate. And my journey really started because being in in the 9 to 5, I've just always been this chronic overachiever, if you will, someone who's just dedicated everything for career success, family, friends, you know, relationships, just always wanting to get to the next step and the next level. And a couple years ago, you know, we're in the global pandemic, everything is shutting down, and my company gets acquired. And in the midst of that acquisition, the, I was literally one step away from the next level in, in leadership. One step. I, I could taste it. <laughs> it was so close. I could taste it. And I was told that position was filled. We're not giving you that position. And that had to be the third or fourth time in my career that I heard no, you know, but it really was a wait because now it's like, you know, you see why things happen the way they happen and why timing comes at different points, like time makes sense. And I'm telling a mentor on the phone, all of these frustrations and my anger and upset, like crying as I'm sitting at the living room table, just so upset. And he stops me and says, look at your phone. 18 minutes had passed since we got on the phone and for 18 minutes, that's all I did. Talk about my plans, my will, my timelines, how the company was trifling, the company did me wrong. Like I was a victim in it and I was complaining and that conversation just changed so much for me because he pointed my attention to Matthew 6 and 33 that says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And while we got on the phone, we always closed out in prayer. We're praying, I'm crying. And the truth of the matter was, I wasn't crying only about the work stuff. I had gone back to binge eating and was just eating in excess, ordering food, eating at night, trying to just find comfort. And at the point of that conversation, I was 30 pounds heavier. And I knew that was my peak because years ago, the doctor said, look, you will come, you will have chronic diseases if you do not take control of your health at that weight. So here I am crying on the phone and just facing that harsh reality as well that I let myself go into a pattern of eating and things and so we we started closing out the call and i just surrendered i surrendered and i was like you know what god it's your timing it's your plans and i gave him the 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 steering wheel if you will i was like god take complete control and i also came to this truth that corporate america is going to do what corporate america wants to do period they set their goals. They're going to set their objectives. And low-key is ghetto because it's like, you don't ask nobody. You know, it's low-key ghetto. You don't ask nobody. Can, can I just get a consult? Can I just get a, hey, what you think about, whereabouts? You? No, okay. They don't even do it. And so that's really what brought me to a place of starting my own business to help career-driven women like myself and like many others that I've been helping along the path to achieve harmony and healing, both at home, at work, and in faith. Because, you know, and I do that through a, a method I call PACE, but a lot of women just don't prioritize their health and wellness. They just don't. I'm guilty of it, right? Because like I just shared, it was about work. It was about the hustle. It was about to getting things done. It was about, you know, seeing the vision of getting to the top and thinking I have to work my way up there, which I learned the hard way. That's not exactly true. Mm-hmm. It's
0: not. You said so many good things because I I've noticed on this purpose journey, when people find their purpose, when they find out what their superhero power is or that common thread and what they do, wellness is the first thing to go. It's It's like, I finally made it, but you ain't finally made it nowhere. Like it's literally just the beginning, right? Yeah. And so the grind starts all over again and it doesn't feel like the grind because it's fulfilling. It's filling your cup and we don't realize that me included like you just you put it off because it's like okay just I'm gonna finish this one thing and by the time you finish that one thing you like okay let me go to sleep I don't feel like cooking like last night I literally made myself and I was like you're so behind but no we gotta go cook like I made this spaghetti squash uh pasta dish and I was like no we're gonna get back to that because you've fallen off. And like my cheat sheet is my bra strap on this side. When it (laughs) starts to get too
1: tight, You know, that's a part of my method is the awareness. (laughs) We know what happened. We know, you know, the clothes don't fit like they used to. We just got to be, we got to be aware that this is happening. It's escalating quickly. Like, what is going on in here?
0: (laughs) And it's like, you don't notice until it's too late. Like you said, corporate America's ghetto and it don't give you notification. My body, well, the triggers don't trigger until it's like too late. And then it's like, now you got to really put in some work. And so one of the things that I really stress to people is, you know, get clear on your numbers, but not just the analytics, not just income and profit, but your health numbers, because, you know, my background is public health. And so I have always been a big advocate for doing what's best course correcting being Mm -hmm. black from the South. You can have collard greens without fat back y'all. So, you know, just certain things, these things that you can put into play to really do, because like you said, it's like, You don't realize it until it's too late, but then finding purpose, spiraling back out of control, you're healing and unlearning at the same time. It's so much going on once you like hit this, okay, this is what I'm meant to do for real, for real in life. Like, this is the thing I do. It comes with excitement. It comes with a lot of hard work, but it also comes with neglect, shedding, a lot of hurt feelings, but a lot of growth, right? And so the mental health and the well-being piece are so very, very important. And so then when you said healing and harmony, yes. man,
1: <laughs> ma'am, That's what a lot of people like, because you even hear people talk about, oh, work-life balance. They're not separate. When you show up at work or when you show up in your entrepreneurial endeavors, you are who you are. So, you know, and I've heard it said about, you know, planning your life around work, but truly you should, it should be the other way around. And so the way I pattern my life and even talking about the method, the prep, the P is preparation and prayer. Like I don't start days and jump into social media and jump into talking to people. I was like, look, if your name ain't Jesus, I'm not speaking to you before nine, eight, nine o'clock. I don't have time. Me and, it's just up here, it's straight, straight, you know? Because I know that if I don't have that quiet time, that prayerful time, and I know if I don't exercise, so some days it's not the high intensity work, it's not. It's a walk outside. It's, it's looking at nature, it's looking at, you know, the trees, the seasonal changes, it's being mindful and present, because we're in such a fast paced world and a level of urgency all the time. If everything's a priority, you'll get nothing done. Nothing will get done. And yeah. so that's why I said, look, I cannot. First things first, my day begins with prayer, Bible reading, my day begins with Pouring out into my body to say, okay, where am I? What what workout is it today? What does what my water intake look like? I start to drink my water early, so it's not end of day, and I'm trying to get a couple glasses in. No, we gotta start early. Okay. And making sure that even bedtime routine is set as well to get enough sleep. I don't always do great with that, to be quite honest. So sometimes <laughs> I need more tea or I'll do melatonin. I try not to do too much of the you know, things to go to sleep. But it really is putting systems in place that support your well-being. You hit it on the head saying that, okay, I know I have an awareness of when I may be gaining weight. That was the second uh, part of the method is awareness and acceptance. You have an awareness. Now you've accepted the state. Now you start to make some changes. What, what steps now do I need to take to change that? And you realized it by cooking dinner last night it's late, but I'm gonna cook dinner. It's so easy to get food. Now you could have pulled out your phone and ordered some door, ordered something like door jack, just drop it outside. Just drop it. I'm gonna come outside and get it. I
0: listen, Instacart is my best friend. I okay. they are. And they'll best friend me some already pre-seen crab legs from Publix. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, that is real life. Okay. Oh my goodness. You said so many. So once upon a time, I don't even remember who said this, but they basically it stuck with me because they were like, if you if you align your life like a cross up, down, like you said, you you check in with the CEO, right? Everything else in life will align. Everything else on the playing field will align. And I was like, that is because I even know for me. I tell people all the time, I never had a, we have a routine. I I don't even go home the same way every day, right? Like (laughs) that was never me. And so when I did implement doing my devotional and journaling every morning, I could see a difference. I could see action really happening. I can see like things being checked off the list that were progressive, not just productive. Like they progressively move the needle forward, towards the goal not just me checking stuff off the list and then when I would get out of that habit I would find myself overwhelmed and stressed out because I didn't align so everything else wasn't aligned so like that was the first thing that came to mind when you said that and then you were talking about um, your fitness and sometimes it's walking and I never understood cuz I don't like to work out. I feel great after, it, right? <laughs> right. Um but I was like, why I got to be in the gym for 2 hours people? This may- I don't have time
1: for that. Mm-mm, I don't believe in that either. <laughs> we're trying to maintain out here get this heart pumping and stuff we ain't got we don't have a couple hours now if that's how you live your life go ahead and do that but the other thing i learned is that you got to eat those calories to rebuild you. your body has to you got to get that protein i'm not about to be eating chicken all day who has time i'm barely committed mm, to what i gotta eat
0: I literally just said that the
1: other day. Literally. <laughs> I don't have time. Y'all, I don't... all this weighing food, eating all day. I'm just not, I was never that person that mm-hmm. could just do that. So, y'all could have the three hours in the gym and have thousands of calories burnt that you now, because that was the, the lessons learned. Yeah. I was working out, burning thousands of calories and not eating enough. I was mm-hmm. in starvation mode and not losing weight
0: because of that. And that's but what you're, I'm but like, you're
1: working out. You're like, I'm not losing the weight. It's not moving. Cause I'm not putting back what my body, the fuel, my body needs by way of protein and by way of eating. So now 30 to 30 minutes, maybe an hour, 45 minutes. Like today I did the stair climber 30 minutes. Then I did some leg presses, got out of there before, before 8am and was done. I'm not going to be, why? Girl. it we got to dismantle that, honey. You do not have to be at the gym all day. If people got time for that, go ahead and let them, you do not have to burn that many calories a day to be able to maintain a healthy lifestyle. Like you just do not walking. That's the steps. Your heart is pumping. You're getting the, the, the environment, you're getting fresh air. You're breathing that good air, you know, you don't, you don't need it.
0: And I started to find that um, because I was traveling a lot for work back in the day. And so Nike Training Club app had these 12-minute workouts, right? And I was like, oh, I'm in there. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do that workout and that workout and that workout. And I'm gonna be done, right? 45 (laughs) minutes. The lies, that 12-minute workout had your girl sweating. I was like, oh, we're good. This is and so once I I was like, okay, I can commit to 12 to 15 minutes. Yes. I can, And of course, I was being shamed because I wasn't doing a minimum of 30. But I was like, listen, this is what I was sweating. I burned sweat. I feel like I did something today. Um, and so just to just the things that we have to unlearn around healing and harmony, Very because true. a lot of the things that cause us to be um, unaligned are things that were taught to us.
1: Very the true. whole
0: sacrificial lamb stuff right and I'm like so first is not selfish something I had to unlearn to one help with mental health and my well-being um I don't give from your saucer not from your cup you're giving these fumes and priding yourself on that because that was something you were taught but that's not healing and harmony and so there there's so many things that once I unlearned them and course corrected. Peace like no other. <laughs> yes. You show and up different. Able to do more and give more the way I actually wanted to show up. and give Exactly. Because I wasn't totally burnt out and exhausted. Um. So for you, because you're still doing all the things, right? Yes, so most yes. people, the biggest question that I always would get is how do you do all the things? And I think you Mm -hmm. tapped on that a little bit with systems,
1: Um, but how do you do all the things? For me, you have to like, yes, the systems, definitely the systems, but it's about committing to what has to get done. Cause sometimes it's, um, I will get overwhelmed easily and then tell myself the story of all of this has to get done. It's like, no, if I could do a couple of big things in a day, if I could do one big thing, what do I need to accomplish in this week That's a big thing that will really move me to the next big thing. And so even with my business, I have bulk days that I prep content and do things. And I also like make sure I'm pitching and reaching out to people for speaking engagements. So even like jumping on here, it was okay. I knew this was coming. I have others scheduled down the line. So calendaring is your best friend. Calendaring. If it's not on the calendar, it doesn't, like, I tell people that family and stuff, it's not on my calendar. I love y'all. I, it's not, However, it's come. not going to happen. <laughs> it's not in the calendar. Because once I get dates and I get timelines and things, I'm always a couple of months ahead in terms of planning. I- It I governed my life the way I was governing my career because I wasn't like sitting around and waiting to figure out when I was going to go to a conference. I knew, oh, November, there's this professional development conference that I want to go to. What do I need to accomplish to get there? I had to do the planning before then. So I apply that to my wellness, my wellness business, because, oh, what are the things to arrive at the next milestone at the next plan? Yes, it's a slower timeline and things like it's it's not as fast paced as my nine to five but I always you know slow and steady slow and steady is fine I don't want to rush myself and to feel like oh you have to be at this level like who said that nobody okay (laughs) I I have to start taking
0: notes because um, who said that this is so good okay so Okay, there. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. So you okay, so that takes me back to something that you said earlier. Um, and you were like, if everything is a priority, nothing gets done. Mm-hmm. And I know so many, and because again, something I had to unlearn being in corporate was every time the right phone rang or every time an email went off, it was like urgent. I gotta oh, yeah, no. right? Mm-hmm. Because they were. I used to call it the tracking device. Back then I had a BlackBerry, right? And so the culture had conditioned me to like always be in response mode. It's true. And I literally- It's so true. An old colleague the other day, um, and she's like, I got to respond to this email right now. And I was like, no you, don't. no, you don't. I was like, what if you were in the restroom right now? You would not be able to respond to this email. You wouldn't even know you had an email. Like, seriously, take a breath, take a beat, and let's plan, let's discuss, let's make sure that you're going to respond to this in a way that is mutually beneficial and conducive for you. Right. Because when you're active and not proactive, you spend your life on the hamster wheel spiraling, or the fish that just goes with the with the flow instead of actually planning and creating the life that you want. So then right. you really truly can create the the life around or you know your work around your life and not your life around work. And so I thought those two things were really really important to harp on and touch on because there's so many people that especially dealing with multi-passionists that. When you're naturally good at what you do, you don't plan, you just do. Yes. yes. And then you get beat up when or discouraged when the things don't happen the way your heart desired, right? But you didn't yes. you didn't orchestrate anything, you just did, right? Um, right? and so then they end up stopping the doing, which is the clarities in the doing, right? That's not right. a failure, it's just a lesson learned for you to move forward. But for them to really get into a plan is like pulling teeth for them sometimes. And they don't realize Mm
1: -hmm. that it gives you freedom. It does. It does. Because even like, I'm so happy that you're free from that notion of jumping at every alert or notification. Like even now the iPhones and different phones are, are starting to put silencers on there. Turning off notifications is your best friend because all of those things are distractions at work. I'm very clear about boundaries. I don't respond to emails on weekends. And if you see me respond on a weekend, it's because I didn't want to delay send. (laughs) it's really just, I was like, eh, don't care enough. I'm just gonna, you know, but I'm very big on setting and keeping boundaries that, you know, and so much. So I pay out of pocket for a corporate phone. Like the number that I give people out is a corporate phone that I pay for out of pocket, out of my salary. Why? Because I wanted to separate the two when that phone and my laptop is shut, we're done. And then when I come back the next day, I'll see what happened. That's how I govern. Yeah, I govern my affairs that way, because if not, you will always be in that pattern of always. And the thing that we don't realize is when you're always available like that, people will always reach out to you like that. They don't realize the impact it has on you. They don't know that you stopped your your um, your dinner to go ahead and respond to that email. They don't know that you had cut out uh, time with family because you needed to respond. They don't know that. They just know they need a response to them something. Know.
0: and they don't care because they that want too. what they want. And I tell people all the time too is that people people are like dogs. Like, like I hate to use the now, but they really are. They do what you allow them to do. If you allow your dog to sit on your couch, it's going to sit on your couch. And then when you take it to someone else's house, it's going to sit on their couch because that is what they are allowed to do. And they know it. And they will push a boundary and check them and tell them, no, like I had, I had a puppy and she would sleep under my bed. And one night I woke up and I just happened to go and she was sleeping on my sofa and she knew (gasps) I scared the living daylights out of her and whipped her behind and she never did it again because she knew better, but she tried it because she knew I was good in sleep, right? Right. And I was like, how long has she been doing this? But I say that to say, so there are people out there that, especially because we're adults, we're dusty grown at least my age, right? Oh,
1: I'm with you, honey. It's dusty over here too. (laughs) It's dusty over here too. Okay.
0: (laughs) So people assume that if you allow them to, you made that decision. Um, I and I remember once, too, someone was like, I was like, oh, I didn't text because I didn't want to disturb you. Did She was like, let me control my boundaries. Yes. You can text. I just may not respond. And I was like, yes. "Okay, oh, that's good. That's so really good
1: cool. i tell people not to apologize too oh sorry i didn't respond quickly girl don't apologize to me that's your phone even in the house when kids are running by and you're on zoom oh i'm so sorry girl i'm in your house <laughs> that, that part you know and so I, your house. what you mean i'm sorry that's your home
0: so important to set those boundaries and stand in them mm-hmm. um and it's hard, I know, for those who were raised to be people pleasers to course correct that action. You feel guilty. You feel shame. But I think it goes back to the self is not selfish. And it allows you that peace and that freedom to then do the yes. things you need to do for you, like that walk or like journaling and devotion um, and putting things and everyone else around you on a schedule. Um, yes. Especially for my parents. I know it's hard. I know it's hard, um, but I also know when my nephew comes to visit for an extended period of time, we're on TT schedule, okay? We got nap time and everybody's happy.
1: <laughs> You're not tired.
0: I'm not tired. Everything is just good. But when there's no planning orchestrated, people get frustrated, you know, it's it's just, and that goes into the workplace too, especially When you have the nine to five and the five to nine, you have to, have to, have to, have to plan and force yourself during that time to do the thing.
1: And that's the healing. That's a major part of the healing part, because it's being honest enough with yourself about needing it to be a priority. Because at the end of the day, there's a cost associated anyways. Like every stop, when you order the food in one, in one window and get it in a second, there's a cost there. It may have cost $10 to get the meal, but your body pays another cost the time that you'll spend prepping your meals that's a cost and i argue that with people it's like okay well what kind of lifestyle do you want to have in the next 10 15 20 years do you want to be the, the adult that cannot travel because you have all this inflammation and your body is aching and racking in pain or do you want to be the person that has this active lifestyle that you can travel that you can pick up i'm a single woman if i don't get married i got to be able to carry my case of water up the stairs or into my bill. like i'm not- not always going to have help and that was the other reality is that you're not always going to have the assistance that you need so put yourself in the position to win because people want to talk oh when I retire I'll travel with what body do you think you're going to be able to backpack (laughs) Europe with what body you done gave your body all that junk food all these years and you're talking about doing that and people will tell me oh it's so expensive to eat healthy it's more expensive to deal with medical debt come on come medical on. debt's real and then the cost like for you to be in pain and not enjoying time with family or enjoying time with friends or having a good quality of life like you you have to measure that and the stress is real mental health like for for the stats to come out that one in five adults are battling mental health issues some of that is diet related Some of it's diet related, eating processed foods, not getting enough water, not getting enough sleep, the stress. And that's why even what I just shared, I had to surrender. I cannot control everything. I want to believe I could, but I can't. Uh, I can't. So there's a surrender surrender, there. And you can't be everything to everybody. That's why we don't have enough time, because in the moments that. I turned off my, and that's something I learned, turned off the notifications. I answer emails at certain times. I don't do all day watching emails and and, I'm not doing that because by the time I jump into the email, a lot of that stuff resolves itself. That was the biggest takeaway for me. It resolved itself. You really didn't need me. At work, same thing. I empower my teams to be independent. I tell them that you are the ones who are ultimately accountable for this work. Let me know what you need from me. You're the subject matter expert. I empower them to work independently because if I'm not delegating and if I'm not training talent to rise to the occasion, I I do a disservice to them, but I do a disservice to myself because now I have to do their job too and carry the weight of the team. But if I allow them to be successful and show them how to be successful and I try to model behavior I see from my leaders, but then they also model my behavior. So if I'm working on weekends, they think they need to work weekends if I'm not healthy and saying oh yeah I worked out this morning and I drank I'm they see me drinking my water and doing things and we talk about wellness and talk about time off I'm like you all need to take time off we like I harp on it because those are the things that change how people show up at work Mm -hmm. and all of that still builds on systems like where what matters to you what matters is it is it that you want to be able to come out of your 9 to 5 and work as an entrepreneur full time? If you want to work as an entrepreneur full time, you do have to have systems in place. You do have to govern your time just like you would in a corporate setting. You do. It's like it's, it's interesting. Not more. People really think and yes. People really think like you can have the entrepreneurial endeavors without systems and without discipline. Like you need discipline in every area of life in order to be successful. That's health, that's mental, that's spiritual, that's emotional, that's social. Like you will not have good friends if you don't have no discipline. Girl, oh my goodness,
0: you've hit on so many things. Because (laughs) one, you're the explanation that you just gave about how you show up so they can too. First of all, if they're happy and healthy they're a better yes. employee. That's number one. Number two, that's truly the definition of a leader is to empower them to do more. And there are so many in corporate that are micromanagers. And this is why success doesn't happen. And then three, the discipline, especially in entrepreneurship, because nobody's
1: checking for you.
0: Yes. I mean, if It doesn't get done. It doesn't get done. And
1: yeah, but the time, so that, times escaping you and a lot of people you know I say it often 24 hours can feel like it's not enough but we all get it yeah we all look at the one percenters look at the greats the people that you deem amazing they amass in a, a great wealth they they accomplish great things with the same 24 hours that you would no one's getting extra time
0: <laughs> okay so this is true but this is my argument with that too now granted they put in the work right which is gonna lead me to my next point that I had to write down but I was like, Beyonce got a chef. She ain't got to stop to cook. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: This is true. This is true.
0: There's a cost to that, right? So yeah, she does have the same 24 hours, but she got some people helping her make those 24 hours pop differently than mine, right? Because she has the help, but there is a cost associated with that. She had to put the work in previously for her Mm -hmm. to do that now, which leads me to my next thing. First of all, I love that your analogy is pace because I'm always telling people that life in general, but especially entrepreneurship and when you're doing all the things, right? Yes. It's a marathon, it's not a sprint. And there's so Mm -hmm. many people that just want to sprint and they want it to happen overnight. And that's not how it works. You literally Uh. have to put in the work and then you show up. So by the time you see... Sandy popping up everywhere speaking (laughs) like she's put in the work right and it may seem like oh this happened overnight but that's so not the case um my friend sent me a TikTok the other day and this girl was saying um I hate when everybody says favor ain't fair favor is fair but it's a trifecta you have to have faith obedience and patience and she was like the one thing that people lack normally is the obedience piece and so when you kick all of that in that's when the favor comes that's when it seems like um things are happening overnight for people but it's because they were obedient that discipline they did the thing the clarity's in the doing they kept doing they had the faith they had the patience because God's timing is not our timing. Okay. Um, but <laughs> okay. That's, that's the hard part. There were a of lot of
1: angry prayers in these seasons. Like, God, why isn't this? And now I look back, like, if I had been in the leadership positions I aspired to pre-pandemic, the changes that God made in my heart and in my mindset and, and those years in quarantine with him I was in quarantine with Jesus. Like I would not have matured and grown as an individual to have been able to be the person that I am to the people that I serve. Mm-hmm. I, I would not have been, I, I just wasn't this. This is the best version of Sandy because of those delays. It wasn't mm-hmm. a denial.
0: It wasn't. They're blessings. There's there's yes. blessings in the not right now. They're not no's. They're not right now. And I was just telling you before we got on, I was so frustrated yesterday, but I saw the God in the situation. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing, but I'm still highly (laughs) upset right now. I just need you to know Um, because this is so not on the timeline. This is messing up. Um, And so, but sometimes you get to see how divine the timing is and sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't, but Just know that it's all happening for you and not to you. Um, And so- Nothing
1: wasted. Who usually says that? Nothing wasted.
0: (laughs) Nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so to pace yourself. um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, and and then the last thing, which was something you previously said too about um, prioritizing everything, nothing gets done and the sleep routine. I know me, my brain is always going 24 seven. Yes. Even after I likewise. Right, Likewise. it's just connecting all kind of dots to I, to the point where I sleep with the phone closer so I could just do voice <laughs> memos and then go back to sleep because the next That's morning awesome. I wake up I'm just like that was so good. What did I say? Right. Um, but with that, it's the thing of that is part of your wellness journey too that we're not acknowledging because you're tired the next day because your brain kept going.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. That's why I told you sleep isn't great for me either, because it's true. It takes so much to slow me down and to, to finally go into sleep. Sometimes I crash. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I found really helpful and that I tell you know the women that I coach is that you need to be jotting down, keep a notebook near you and a pen at night just so and, and it's good that you can do, do phone for me if I get in the phone then I already I'm, I'm back on the running and doing and you know distracted easily so I keep a notebook nearby and I also keep my planner nearby because it sometimes it'll be like ideas that are like a timing thing and so I'll just put dates and things there and write in kind of the margins which is so funny I went back to, to paper planners because of that because it's the electronic is great but I needed to look take a step back and look ahead and be able to flip through paper. Um, People aren't a huge fan of paper as much, but I do really love the effect of paper. I mean, because... Yes, because even being able to problem solve, um, there are early mornings where I get so many like ideas and thoughts and so many, um, like some of the posts that come up, like for me will be during prayer or during times where I'm walking um, and it is just, or even sometimes while I'm exercising, it's almost like my mind completely goes away from what's happening now and I'll just see things and start to get, Um, clarity, really a lot of clarity for things. And so I tend to keep pen and paper close by at all times and kind of just find time to really keep processing through things and working through things to get, um, what the next step and what the vision is. And that's why I say pace because it's not, it can't be a one night success and it can't be like, or overnight success. And it can't be that you're always stressed because if you're always stressed out, you're really not going to give your best in your, in anything you do, but specifically the entrepreneurial endeavor. Like I really realized that the times that I really took a step back And cut a lot of the noise and come completely down from all the noise is when all of this like creativity was bursting out of me it was almost unreal because I couldn't figure out where these ideas and things were coming from but it was just like. Oh, I should do this.
0: I should and do them th- up in there and they couldn't come out because they were yes. being blocked by all of the thoughts of worry and stress and I need so to true. in my schedule. So, it's already in you. We hear that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I tell people to brain dump, like get it all out. It doesn't have to be in any order, it doesn't have to be true, spelled true. correctly. It can be your schedule, your grocery store list, any idea, just get it all out because once it's out, your brain stops doing the do, 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 do. and it, you true. know, your anxiety comes down, your stress levels come down. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing that I did, had to do too or learn to do is I call it Lula lift up and leave it alone right so there's nice. so many times that you worry or you're stressed out about this and that and i would ask myself well what can you do right now to do like for real for real, like physically do right and if the answer is nothing or if the answer is get out of our bed and drive more than two minutes yes. you can't do nothing right so you might as well lula just lift it up this is the truest definition of faith for our faith believers that is so hard for us to do is to trust is. god to do to be god basically right exactly and so exactly. When I would do that, especially during the season when my father was ill and I was trying to handle all the things and I was worried about him and it's like, do I get up and go check on him? Like, do I drive? Do I go to the hospital? Like, what do I do? And I was like, we're going to Lula and we're going to go to sleep because if you're exhausted and tired, you can't care for him. You can't do anything to help anybody, right? Um, Because then you're going to be ill. So it makes no sense. And so- It was hard initially, but when I truly learned to lift it up, give it to him and leave it alone for real, for real, like I could rest. And I was like, like you do with your emails. You're like, I get to it later. And most of the time it was
1: resolved or it was handled. And I was just
0: like, thank you.
1: Um, And that's huge too, because family, like in that scenario where, your father had the need, it's short term. Sometimes we carry some of these things like, oh, it's going to be forever. It's just like, you feel like it'll never end. And it's like, no, this is a short term moment. So what needs to stop so that I could really lean into supporting a loved one? Cause I too, like I have aging parents. My dad just had surgery and things like that stuff was happening, but it's not like life stops happening because your family needs you. It's still happening. So I pulled back from my business stuff. Cause I was like, oh, okay, well got to do. And, And, And then or if I have a major project at work, I pull back, you know, and and set the boundary. Hey, I'm not available. My mom sometimes will call me early mornings. Mom, I can't talk right now because I know that's my zone of genius. I get so I could knock out so much early morning that I may not get to at 5 p.m. So you need to get me at 5 p.m. because that's when, (laughs) okay, I'm done with the stuff that requires a lot of mental capacity Mm -hmm. and. And that's fine, but yeah. it's about communicating and then setting those boundaries, holding those boundaries, and then staying honest with yourself. Like when you say, "Okay, if it's gonna take me more time to to get there, or is it gonna?" I, I that's a no for me, right? And that you really have makes to do me that
0: about um, the last season of Insecure with Molly, right? Mm-hmm. Molly, yeah, and and she was, you know showing up she got the new job with the firm and it was like yeah I'm available yeah I'm available yeah and then her mom got sick like she had to learn one those boundaries two self first is not selfish and three that's when she started to heal
1: yes and that and it's, it's a true. hard lesson to learn it that way oh yeah because as a multi-passionate I definitely know I have the fear of missing out A lot. Like FOMO is so real, but it's like, I can't be everywhere and I can't do everything. And so even with that, I wait before I respond. I don't have to respond right away. Oh, we need volunteers here. Okay. Let me wait a second and see if I can make it happen. Okay, great. I'm going to be able to adjust and make it happen. Or I need to be, you know, my mom will have stuff. My dad everyone, like just being a caregiver, everyone has a need. It's like, okay, I, I'm double booked here. What can I get myself out of, you know, where can I readjust? And it's fine to do that. I I had to accept that. Like, it's not a bad thing to, to say, not right now. It's okay. Like even in building my business while working nine to five, I'm not about to kill myself to get to X amount of dollars and X amount. Like I have a steady income have everything I'm building. I'm laying a solid foundation. I'm not laying a a, a rinky dink foundation. I'm laying a solid foundation for my business. And when the time comes, should it come that I'm blessed with the opportunity to say, okay, I could work full-time in my business that I built. Awesome. And if the time doesn't come right away, I'm okay with that. And I think sometimes we don't make peace with just the journey. Make peace with the journey. And
0: not feeling like when you're called to entrepreneurship that you have to leave the nine to five because that makes no sense to nobody if you can do all the things. Like I literally was telling people I could do my job in my sleep. And so I stayed until Mm -hmm. it became a a problem. (laughs) And once it became a problem, I was like, okay, it's time to go now. Um, And so, yeah, it's like you can do all the things, but it's coming to terms and to peace with, what you truly want and then making that a priority but also knowing that your wellness your well-being is at the forefront of that because like you said killing yourself to make the money you're not here to spend it what is the point right
1: right and i always think about that like you know we talk about purpose and things like i'm always thinking about okay is god pleased Mm -hmm. is god pleased like yes our bodies we talk about our bodies being a temple and the living god dwelling in it like is god pleased with how i'm stewarding everything that he's given me as something to steward my body my mind my financial well-being my relationships how am i showing up to be able to really represent god in the best way. Like, um, my church several years ago, the theme was give God your best. And I, I really live by that now. I want to give God my best in every area of my life, as an IT manager for this Fortune 500 company, as the founder of Abundant Wellness, as a good sister friend to the lady. I'm just trying to be a good homegirl. Like, hey, sis, hey, boo, you cute. Okay, let me get my dress back. I'm trying to be a good friend. (laughs) Okay, I'm stealing all your stuff. (laughs) That's how how I pull up to some of the sisters. Hold on now. I got a couple of goals. I'm coming after your dress. I'm coming after your dress. you got my stuff on. (laughs) live life and be just full of joy and always resounding and being in that fullness like you you really do You'll feel so much better when your physical health is on point. When you're spending time with the Father, like really just letting God know what's going on on the inside, and then giving Him the things that it's for Him. That's not for me to care. He said, "Come, you who are burdened and heavy laden, I'll give you rest." Look, it's a burden. I'm gonna go ahead and lay this at your feet, Lord. <laughs> that's how I, I was like, Lord, this is for you. This is not uh-uh, that's not for me. <laughs> I'm not, I, I, that's exactly how I talk to God. I was like, God, that. Oh, no, ma'am. That ain't for me. That is not for me. <laughs> Take it, Lord. That's for you. I'm going to just go ahead and leave this right at the altar yeah. for you. Okay. Because you got it. You got it, Lord. You don't need my help. He don't need no help. Girl, my help. we be
0: all in the way for absolutely no reason. And my all friends know
1: that about me. I've started to stop taking people's stuff on. Did you pray about it? Mm. Especially if we're people of faith. You over <laughs> here stressing my ear. Uh-uh. Did you pray about it yet? Okay. Do you need to pray about it? Let's pray about it. It's okay to, to, I get it. I get it. Like sometimes you need to hear it and talk through it and stuff, but did you bring it to the father? Cause right now there's nothing. And then sometimes I can't pray for you. There's things you got to pray yourself through and you need to like, my pastor always says it. we say it at church. You have to participate in your own deliverance. Some of this messes, you got yourself in there and knew you were doing it. You out here telling God, how did God let this happen to me? Hold on. Don't do that. And he you should your second,
0: third time around doing the same thing.
1: <laughs> God, ain't, God ain't put that on you. You went and found that. And now you want to come. Now his grace, in his grace, he may, he may extend you some grace, but if you're dealing with the results of your decisions, you got to deal with that. And that's, I had to deal with that. That weight gain wasn't on God. That mm-hmm. was on me. The doctor saying I was at risk for diabetes, that was on me. I spent the money. I bought the food. I overindulged knowing I had the information, but I also knew I didn't surrender to God. I didn't tell him that I was stressed out about not getting what I wanted. I didn't tell him that I wanted the promotions. I wanted the advancement. But once I started to tell him, and once I started to say, look, God, your will, nevertheless, your will, not my will, your timelines. That's why my business stuff, I'm like, y'all, They're like, what are you going to act? To be honest, I ain't got no dates right now. I'm just, I'm just praying as if it's all up to God and I'm working like it's up to me. I'm working like it's up to me. I'm going to do I'm moving the needle I'm moving it I'm moving it
0: but I'm trusting God he he has to do it mm-hmm. oh, I could jump into even more with that too girl because <laughs> you said some good things I was um jeremiah twenty nine eleven is my screensaver on my phone so his will his way my faith so yeah just doing it you know and just moving forward in that manner okay. Cause I said, I wasn't going to keep you long. And I didn't keep you a long time. Cause (laughs) that is
1: all right. I know we can do this all day.
0: (laughs) So there's a few questions that I always ask everybody. No right or wrong answer. Okay. Okay. What's something you have had to accept about your past, present or future and or future to free you to reach the heights you desire in business?
1: Something I've had to really accept is that um, I I do have limited control. Like I I have in in God's will and God's plans. Like I, there are things that I can accomplish and I can do and I'm blessed for it. But there's things I can't, and I just have have come to make peace with that. Um, even as a first generation American. Like my parents went as far as they could go, coming to this country, creating opportunity for me. I was born into this country. You know, these these immigrant people, they did what they could do, learned the language, got to figure out how to deal with the currency, bought homes, bought vehicles, did did all these things, got a trade. Now I'm accountable for what I need to do because they did their part. Now I want to do my part, but there's things that I just have accepted, child, that's not for me to do. That is, it is above me. Like that, that man said, he said, look, it's above me now. Sir, you know what? That that right there was a word. This man said, it's above me, ma'am. It's above me. Look, I I gotta just (laughs) seriously,
0: seriously. I love that. I absolutely love that. Okay, so as cliche as it sounds, what's one thing you have to believe to achieve?
1: Oh, one thing you have to believe to achieve. I'll probably say that you have to believe that you can achieve the things that you set forth. Like um, in the PACE method, that last part, the E is expect the desired result, like expect it. Um, because I see so many women go into their wellness journey, especially when it relates to physical wellness, with weight loss and exercise. Like, I'm not going to be able to lose the weight, girl. You <laughs> you not going to lose the weight with that attitude. You need to go in expecting the desired result. So, if I'm planting seed, if I'm pushing, if I'm working, I expect that I'm going to get to that desired result.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. Okay, so how has embracing all aspects of you? all all of you um contributed to your success or equipped you to do
1: what you do? Um it is it honestly is the reason why I can do what I do. Um I don't know. It's it's funny because someone told me before I turned 30 that in your 30s is different. She's like, girl, it's different in your 30s. I can't explain it, but you just now when I know people who are turning 30 are coming in, I'm like, girl, you better jump in this pool. This water is nice. It's nice over here. The temperature wow. is just right. But I'll say that, like in my 30s, something just clicked where it's just like, I'm sure. I have a level of sureness. A lot of the insecurities I used to have have ceased. And even coming into full healing, uh, seeing where I had like a trauma response to certain things or I was reactive and coming into fullness of like, who God said I am, like, not what, not before, before people said things, before family situations said things and and caused certain pain and things, like, what did God say about me? And really leaning into that, because that Bible, child, it's a love story. Yes, there's judgment in there, but it's a love story and the ultimate love. I didn't have to do anything for it. I didn't have to do anything for God to love me as much as He loves me, and so I move through life that way and have more joy, just knowing, you know what? Even even if everything doesn't go according to my plans, I'm safe in His arms. Like I'm, I have the ultimate level of safety in his plans, in his will, in his arms, that I, I move through life a little less less fear now. I mean, I'm not jumping out planes, but you know, sis, not as, I'm not I did, as fearful. I did. It I was, did pretty, it was business, pretty cool. So it I'm was not as fearful cool. as I used to be. <laughs> you are so funny. Okay, because so we good. were, okay, entrepreneurship was not in the plan, but God got us here, so he gonna, he gonna uh-huh. do it. It's, it's, it's on him. Girl. I told you, I'll leave it at the altar. It's on him.
0: And a lot of times his plans are so much better than we ever could imagine. So are. much better. So that is so good. So very good. Um, okay, so any shout outs? Who's in your squad? Um, who have you
1: connected with for success? My squad is comprised of A handful of people, Um, I actually spoke about this recently, how I used to be so afraid of, of having like friendships and sisterhood, but through the different coaching communities I've been involved in and seeing how sisterhood could be so authentic and how it could be real and moving in a space of being healed. um, I've really been able to foster meaningful relationships with sisters in my church, sisters in our coaching community, you included. (laughs) And um, different men that have really always been mentors and friends throughout the years Um, I tend to be a person that could just observe and learn. I don't have to be like super duper close to you in order to glean, but I could just watch and learn. And that, those are the people that I truly value and that I like, I'll watch them and aspire to them. Um, Talk about older women. uh, The Bible talks about Titus 2 women that just the older women teach the younger women. Um, And I value the gems that older women do provide and bring to the table, I didn't always, okay, because sometimes some of them are a bit much, but I value, okay, I value some, some of them now quite a bit, so I would say that that is the holistic, the last, um, I didn't talk about C with the PACE method, but the C is a commitment to community, so at this stage and age, I have community, and I'm committed to it. I'm committed to it because I used to very much so just kind of be a passerby, like, I don't really need that many people. don't care for that many interactions. (laughs) People exhaust me. But now I realize, no, I just have to do it and do it in the right way and have those meaningful relationships.
0: I love it. So I was going to ask you if you could just tell them the PACE method one more time.
1: Yes, the PACE method. The P is preparation and prayer. The A is acceptance and awareness. The C is a commitment to community. And the E is expect the desired result.
0: Mm-hmm. And last but not least, well, before I say that, girl, the 40s is even better. They even better. Oh, Don't so say get, that. Get
1: ready. Don't say get that, ready. honey. Look, I'm going to jump right up in that pool, head all the way in. Just to the deep end. my
0: first head in, girl. Yes, yeah, it's it's a whole yeah. new world. It's a whole new world, but I, I like it over here. I like it over here. But <laughs> um, so now just tell the good people where they can find you so they can get a piece of this PACE method and find you.
1: Yes, please take out your phones and connect with me on Facebook. Join the Abundant Wellness Community with Sandy Farron. There you will find monthly wellness challenges. We just launched our wellness newsletters every month. You'll get some sound bites of information and we have a lot, a lot of things planned for you. So jump into that community, start to engage with the other ladies there. And you can also follow me on Instagram. Oh, well, I guess I should say all places as Sandy Farron. You'll find me everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you very much, ma'am. Thank you. Such a pleasure being here. Really, really have enjoyed all that you have shared and all that you do. I'm already a podcast listener. I'm subscribed. I just need to leave my review. That's all that's left.
0: (laughs) Thank you very much. And now you're on here. So like I'm saying. Yes,
1: yes. I'm going to put my review in. I think that's the only thing I have left
0: well thank you love i love you love you love you to pieces i do thank you
1: love you back
0: thank you for joining me on another episode of the confident and courageous clarity podcast i hope you'll come back next week and join us for some more and with that have a marvelous 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 monday and i'll see you back here same time same place next week